0: Welcome to the Coppell Digital Learning Podcast. I'm Trisha. And I'm Allie. Welcome back for another episode. We're so
1: excited today to dive deep into perfect pages. And guess what? We've got a guest in the studio. Oh,
0: a guest who?
1: Hey, everybody. Uh, Say hello to Megan Kozar, who is one of our digital learning coaches at the elementary level. Hi, guys. Um, Megan was the wonderful guest blogger uh, for our series on, uh, on Pages, and so we invited her in to talk a little more about that. Just a reminder, this Apple a Week is a six-podcast uh, series focused on Apple products in the classroom. Okay, Allie,
0: what is Pages? <laughs> well, Pages
1: is uh, an amazing tool. It's a powerful word processor. Um, so, kind of think Word. I word. know. Don't groan. Don't e. groan. Think Word or Google Docs. Google um, Docs. Yay. <laughs> yay. Um, but Pages really provides a polished finish. Um, it really kind of has a streamlined, clean look, uh, so that your your products are not only um, have the ability to be create. You have the ability to be creative, but you also kind of get that professional feel. Um, And also, I mean, as with all of our cool foundational Apple tools, it is very easy to use and seamlessly integrates with the other Apple programs. And, you know, that is such a key piece of why we're looking at these foundational programs. Yes. Um, The interface of each one does look similar, so the the skills that you learn are transferable. Yes. Um, So really, Pages is, you know, just another way that we can...
0: the process of thoughts. Okay Megan, so tell me what drew you to Pages? How did you start this blog post about Pages?
2: Well, I um, got on the Google and I was looking for innovative ways um, that educators were using Pages and I happened upon the Apple iPad Pro commercial. Has everyone seen that now? Um I'm not probably it's all over yes. television. So is wait is that the one
0: about is
1: wait what's a computer? Yes. I'm in the gr- <laughs> what's a
2: computer? Yeah. What's a computer? <laughs> Um, So the girl is running around New York, and she's taking pictures of bugs, and she's writing, and she's texting her friends. But then at the end of the commercial, she hops in a tree with her iPad, and she's putting together all of the stuff that she had collected from her day. And I paused it, and I zoomed in on her screen, and I was like, (laughs) is she using Pages? Because Pages would be perfect for this. (laughs) So it kind of um, inspired my whole blog post. So Megan, how would you suggest that educators kind of begin using Pages with their learners? Um, Well, I think of Pages more than a word processor. I think of Pages as kind of a digital scrapbooking tool because it really allows you to move your videos and photos and um, graphics around the page within your text. So I feel like with the simple formatting and the um, kind of professional look that students can really use this as um, a way to build their learning and share it with people.
1: Oh yeah, kind of like um, making meaning like you would on like a bulletin board or a wall, but maybe even digitally.
2: Exactly, kind of jumping out of the traditional presentation form, but creating a polished piece that can still present and show their learning.
1: Absolutely. I've I've been thinking a lot lately about um, our our traditional uh, teacher newsletters, and I've been thinking a lot about what would happen if we gave that publishing and uh, ability to report out what's happening in the classroom to our kids. Exactly. And, you know, Pages would be a great tool to do that in because it still has that look that is easy to read for parents, simple, clean, but I really feel like with the collaboration features of Pages, um, really the kids could all kind of put that together and create their digital scrapbook of their, their student use.
2: Well, and it uh, Pages allows those types of things like your newsletters and their flyers and um, all of that to become really multimedia because you can insert your links, you can insert your bookmarks. Um, the way that you create your flow and your layout really allows people to interact with it versus it being like a stagnant word mm-hmm. processing document. What do you mean you can insert bookmarks? Um, you can take pieces that are in your Pages document and create a link but it's not a website link it's a bookmark link and you can bookmark it to other places in your document so um, for your table of contents they can click it button and it can take you exactly in your document where you're wanting them to go oh that would be so helpful yes. very
0: know, helpful
1: you know when you really are a parent and you only have a couple minutes yes. <laughs> checking on the need-to-knows for this week jump me to that part of the doc and I'll look at the rest later <laughs> So let's think about some other ways we might use Pages in the classroom. Trisha, you were talking about
0: um, a really cool feature that I think could really change the game for people. Um, one thing that I suggest to my educators when I hear them talking about products they want their learners to be creating is a brochure. We have done brochures forever. That's how yes. you share your knowledge, There, you print them out, you put them up on the board, but. Pages has an awesome template, so when learners have Pages on their iPad, they don't need a computer, it's right there. If you go through, Pages has so many different templates available, that's what helps it make look professional. Oh, absolutely, Trisha, and I'm so glad you're talking about templates because there's some really
1: great templates available online also. There's a site that's, uh, I can't remember the exact URL, but it's iWork, the iWork community. Um, I found some cool educational templates for pages and some other things there I too. I did not know
0: that. I'm yeah. gonna go check it out. But I
1: love the built-in ones yes. because it really can spark a kid who might
0: just have that writer's block of Where yes. do I even begin on a brochure or a poster or whatever? That's, I think that's the greatest part is that you have the template, you kind of narrow down your, your view, and then you can go from there. Absolutely. All right, Allie is popping in this week to share with us an innovative feature of iOS 11.
1: All right, so I have long been wishing for a way to screencast my iPad. Yes. And for for years we've been, you know, hooking our iPads up and trying to use a Mac to use QuickTime and Reflect and... It's just been a lot, and it's one of the number one things that people have been asking for. How do I screencast my iPad? How do I show my learners how to get around this new app? How do I have my kids share out learning from an app that doesn't allow a share link or a a video link? Um, So screencasting from iOS 11 was like, and, and so I'm popping in just to tell you a little bit about it. So really, when you're getting ready to start using this feature, you've got to go into your settings. And in your settings, you're going to want to go to the control center. Um, the control center is that little area of your iPad when you swipe up mm-hmm. um, It controls like the brightness of your computer it controls like where you go to airdrop where you go to screen uh, Screen record or screen record oh, yeah. uh, Screen mirror um, But anyway in settings in the control center You're going to customize controls and you're actually going to be allowed to add little features into, oh, so in there. you can change what's in your control center Exactly, and one of them is the screen record button in recording yes and so the phenomenal thing about this is you know even with a fifth grade class we showed them what to do with this screencasting thing and they were on fire oh once you add screen recording to your control center anytime you swipe up from your dock you'll have the option to record. So you have a little record button. Okay. Um, it's really important that you uh, long hold on that record button okay. uh, so that you can have microphone controls. Yes, microphone. So sometimes when you're screencasting, you want to have your voice going through, and sometimes you might decide, hey, I just want to do a silent film today. So the, the long hold can help with that. Awesome.
0: I can't wait to try it. It's pretty
1: amazing. And then all you have to do is start recording. And then anything that you want to record on your iPad, it will record. So um, in fifth grade, we used the app Number Pieces to make some models. And uh, our learners were able to use the screencasting feature to talk about their models as they were building it with the Number Pieces app. That's so amazing. So phenomenal. Okay,
0: so after I've made this um, screencasting where will I find it? Well actually when you're finished screencasting you're gonna to want to tap the red bar oh, at the okay. top of
1: your screen to stop the recording. Stopping. You definitely have to stop it before you can play <laughs> Probably. it. Probably. <laughs> now if you forget to stop it you can edit it down so oh, that's good kind of that's awesome. good to know. Yeah you can trim it a little um, but what happens it's awesome when you touch that red bar it automatically goes into your photos and it saves oh, as a video. Great. Um, so really and truly it's so simple for our kids, for our young kids, for our older kids, just to be able to talk about the things that they're doing on the iPad. Um, I highly recommend checking it out.
0: All right, Allie, can you tell us what our call to action piece is for this episode? Well, you know,
1: as we have in some of the past episodes, we are looking for everyone out there to be sharing the ideas that they have for the classroom. You know, we're on. No one in the room is as smart as the room, That's right. so we invite you uh, to get on our Flipgrid, Apple in the Classroom, we say yes, um, and that Flipgrid link is flipgrid.com appleedu apple edu, yes. Um, we want you to take some time, visit the pages topic on the Flipgrid, share some ideas that you have for looking into this great resource. And just a reminder, um, you can always visit diaryofadlc.blogspot.com to visit any of the blog pages that go along with these, these podcasts. Um, and this week, you could even check out
2: megancozar.weebly.com uh,
1: because the perfect pages is linked up. Uh, Megan was so phenomenal in writing our blog, so we encourage you guys to, to check those out.
0: All right, thank you, Megan, for joining us. Absolutely. We are, we are signing off. This is Allie. And Trisha. And remember, an, an apple, apple a week, week makes, learning makes learning super neat. neat.